everyone, and welcome to another episode of This Week from Health Affairs. I'm Jessica Bylander. And I'm Vabren Watts. Um, and before we jump into this week's kind of big policy news, uh, I feel like we're just legally required to talk about the big snowstorm that hit D.C. in the Northeast this past week. So, uh, Vabe, you're in Baltimore. How's it been there? Um, you know what? It actually has, uh, it actually snowed a lot. I, I wasn't expecting for it to snow as much as it did, but you know, it, it first started off with like, I guess like the fluffy snow and then later on it pretty much turned into uh, ice. And so mm-hmm. this morning, you know, I attempted to, you know, shovel my sidewalk before I just gave up hope after about uh, 30 minutes, just breaking ice. So I'm just going to let the sun do the rest. Yeah, that's always my hope is that the sun will just melt it so I don't have to do any work. My son tried to shovel some snow with us and he ended up slipping and falling on his butt. Um, oh, no. Yeah, but I mean, I'm actually out in Colorado, so we have snow kind of every other week, but um, but we're, we're there with you in solidarity. Um, so I feel like the other thing we kind of have to talk about is the fact that people are actually getting the COVID-19 vaccine now, which is so crazy to me that this happened so quickly and, you know, I've seen pictures of people I know on Facebook who are, you know, have the Band-Aid, they've gotten the vaccine. So this is just extremely exciting. Oh, yeah. You, you know what it is? Because I feel like, you know, if if we would have been having this conversation like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. people were almost like saying, oh, I would never get that vaccine. But it seems like people are very, you know, receptive to it. And um, it, it's, it's the same. I've been on Facebook. I've been on Twitter. And all these pictures are popping up of people getting vaccines. Yeah, I've seen so I've seen so much interesting stuff on Twitter. One thing I saw this week was um, the idea of vaccine diaries. So people who have gotten the vaccine are kind of posting little videos. I don't know how often. Okay, yeah, I, I think that's needed. That's, that's yeah, needed, so. every day or something, just to say like what their side effects are, or how they're feeling, or um, just kind of keeping people up to date in real time about you know, how the vaccine is doing in real people, which I think is so important because there, there is some, pe- there is some sort of, um, I don't want to say misinformation, but just like there, there's just so much to understand about this new vaccine. I'm still learning about it. So I think um, the more people can share their stories, the better. And the more people that will um, sort of just give a little bit more of a window into what it's like to get vaccinated. Are you saying anything juicy in that diary yet? Uh, I, not in the diaries, you know, I have seen sort of, um, um, just some discussions on Twitter about sort of the optics of vaccination. I think, I think, you know, on one hand, people are being really intentional about having, um, messaging that reaches the whole population. And so there'll be a lot of, you know, photos of healthcare workers getting the vaccine. And so that it seems like there has been a push to sort of represent, um, black health workers, particularly in those photos. Um, I did notice that. Yeah. And so, so there's been, you know, some discussion on both sides, like this is good. You don't want to see no representation in the imagery, but you also don't want to seem too heavy handed. So I think people are just trying to figure out the best way to do the messaging and to, to kind of get people interested in, in finding out more and getting vaccinated when it's available. Obviously I don't expect for me to get vaccinated anytime soon, um, I'm going to be most excited, I think, when my parents and my in-laws get vaccinated. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's interesting that you say that. I mean, well, like right now, but like we said, we're like four or five days into the vaccine distribution. And um, I guess we're in phase one, in which phase one is the um, 
the first responders as well as the um, people who are in, you know, in, um, in, in, in like nursing homes. Mm-hmm. And then I know uh, phase two uh, is the essential workers. I've heard, you know, mixed things like, you know, the definition of essential worker maybe changes across state. Um, I know, uh, Jess, in your state of Colorado, essential workers, I mean, some cases, um, in, in some situations, essential workers may include ski people that work at ski resorts. Yeah, it might. It kind of depends on on the economy of the state and, and sort of what businesses are considered most essential. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think Arkansas is the meat packaging uh, company is considered as, you know, essential worker, because like you said, it d- depends on like what drives the economy of the state. So so that's pretty cool. And then I know they haven't said that much. I, I really haven't heard the term phase three, but I'm just going to say phase three. And it, <laughs> it seems like phase three, phase four. Um, and this is just me talking. So I'm just, you know, they haven't re- released this yet. But I, I, I have heard there is mixed messaging on when people like us, just regular everyday people, you know, can get the vaccine. I, I did see on the news, um, you, you had one healthcare expert saying that the vaccine should be available to people like us, um, you know, between um, April and May. But then you have the HHS saying that the vaccine should be um, available between um, around like by June. And then there was also, you know, the pharmacy, the uh, pharmacies like CVS, Walgreens, uh, even Costco and Walmart coming out and said that they should have the vaccine by June. And when they get these vaccines by June, they claim that there should be no lines for waiting for the vaccine. So- that would be so crazy to go just go to CVS or whatever, like you get your flu shot and just kind of get your COVID vaccine. That's really hard to imagine now, but um, I definitely look forward to that. It's, it's sort of like, like like what you said, these these you know pharmacies where you go to CVS. I just want to go to Walmart. I want to get um, like some produce. I want to buy a TV and I want to get the COVID vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think. Check off your, check off your to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> COVID vaccine on the grocery list. Yeah, that would be great. That'll be great. Um, and yeah, we were talking also about, um, you know, who who should get the vaccine in terms of like what the data says. And um, just one thing that came up recently in my kind of mom group text was um, a friend of mine's pregnant and she's wondering if available during her pregnancy, should she get it? And um, if she's already had the baby by then and is breastfeeding, should she get it at that point? Um, and so we actually ended up kind of sharing some links um, in our text thread. But, uh, but, but the main message I think that we... That, that is coming through from um, um, kind of medical profession is it hasn't been tested in pregnant and breastfeeding women, but Correct. you really should um, kind of make the choice on your own. You're not in the U.S. at least excluded from receiving the vaccine. So it's kind of talk to your healthcare provider. Um, and if you, especially if you're kind of high risk for getting COVID, um, then you should maybe consider getting it, even though there's not data on that population specifically, because it is... Um, pregnant women do tend to have more severe illness if they get infected with COVID-19. So I just thought it was interesting and kind of wondered what I would do if I was in that situation. Actually, you know, it's it's very interesting that you say that because as you said right now, um, you know, pregnant women are not excluded from taking the vaccine. However, if you looked at the news this week, I know uh, the UK put out something as well as Russia put out something and said they have banned um, women who are pregnant, banned women who are breastfeeding or 
ban women who are planning pregnancy to not take the vaccine. So um, I wonder, like I know this has, you know, sparked, you know, a conversation in the U.S. And I wonder, you know, what will be the, you know, outcome of this. Um, also, of uh, people who are not taking the vaccine, um, who who are, who are not recommended to take the vaccine, I know for the the I guess the first vaccine, the Pfizer biotech vaccine is out. You know, they're really um, you know um, speaking against anyone who has like you know severe allergies to not take it as well to not to not take that specific vac- vaccine. But if you know other vaccines come out available, then you know people with severe allergies may be able to take that. So it, it looks like you know. You know, eventually, let's say by, you know, the end of the year, we may have like, you know, choices on which vaccine to take, you know, depending on, you know, if you're pregnant or if you have these severe allergies or what uh, what other, you know, um, ailment that you may have. So, I mean, it's it's looking promising right now. I mean, but we'll just see. We I mean, I mean, we never know. That's the story of COVID is we'll see. So it's the end of the year. And I think. Another another thing that's kind of top of mind is the holidays. And I don't know, did you go anywhere or do anything for Thanksgiving? No. no. So, you know, so I, I usually go home to Alabama for Thanksgiving. I wasn't able to do, do so. I do have family up here. So two of my cousins, um, we got together and we had Thanksgiving. Um, once again, my mom told, it's it three of us, three siblings, and she told us, please do not come to my house <laughs> on the holidays. <laughs> so once again, I will not be home um, for uh, a holiday, which is Christmas, which is, this is my first holiday not being, you know, in Alabama. Wow. And so um, for the first time, you're going to be proud of me. I put up a Christmas tree. <laughs> um, in a house that I live in. And right now it's, it just has lights on it with no ornaments. So I'm I'm trying to find ornaments, but it seems like due to probably due to COVID, all the ornaments are gone because everyone has a Christmas tree this year. <laughs> oh man, I I still don't have mine. I really would like one. Um, I bought a Christmas tree stand on Amazon. So if nothing else, well, so the stand in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hopefully, there's anything left when I go to look at trees. Um, but yeah, so holidays are just going to look so different this year. I'm in the same boat. I'm not going to be seeing um, my siblings or parents or, you know, nieces and nephews. And um, it'll probably be, it'll be coming up on a year pretty soon since I've seen most of them. So it's, it's definitely hard, but um, I think it's so important that people are making sacrifices uh, kind of for the greater good, because even though there's exciting news about the COVID-19 vaccine, the fact is that actually cases are surging and hospitals are once again, kind of where they were this summer, where they're just really worried about capacity and having um, the manpower to, to care for all the patients that are coming in. So now is really actually the crunch time, even though there's there's this exciting vaccine news. It's the crunch time for staying home and isolating. Oh yeah, you really have to social distance. And, and like I know that you have a little one, so you know, does Santa have to social distance and not stay away? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I mean, and stay away from home. Right. Is, is Santa not coming to homes this year? Well, I feel like no one is happier than me to not have to take my child to see a mall Santa. That was like never on my list of of things to do um, in life. So, so we're, we're definitely skipping it this year, but I know, um, I guess the mall Santa phenomenon is looking very different this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, you know, we would just, uh, you know, like to, you know, let everyone know that you be on the lookout, you know, for the next episode uh, of uh, this week, which comes out uh, once a week at the end of the week, we're going to talk about all the stories um, actually at the end of the year that actually got away from us that did not spotlight COVID. 
Thanks for joining us. I'm Vabren Watts. Jessica Bylander. And this is This Week with Health Affairs. <laughs>